Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. What's going on, Colts Nation? I'm Lawrence Owen, back again with you with another Believe in Colts episode. And today we are going to kind of get into this upcoming Saturday's game the Indianapolis Colts versus the Chicago Bears. There is a lot of familiarity between these two teams that are just one interstate highway apart from each other, right? Just one. Just go right down I-65. You can find your way to both cities. Well, I'll tell you what. This is an interesting game to get into. Definitely now that Anthony Richardson has been named the starter take into consideration some of the stuff that we saw from last week's game between the Colts and the Bills. Then, of course, when the Bears played AFC South divisional rival of the Colts, the Tennessee Titans. But before we get into that, I got to remind everybody that BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest lines, odds, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place all your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, as we all know, Thursday and Friday, we've got joint practices. Colts, Bears, joint practice. Wow, this is going to be interesting. This, I think naming Anthony Richardson the starter before the joint practices hit is even a bigger idea than what you figure because of the simple fact that now the Colts have two, they'll have four total joint practices, two against the Bears, two against the Eagles. And now Anthony Richardson is going to get all the first team reps against different teams. He's had, you know, been splitting them against his own team over the last couple of weeks of training camp. Now against other NFL teams, the Bears and the Eagles, he'll get the first team reps, let alone the fact that he's also going to get them during the preseason games that's going to be playing against those two teams. So that's huge. A lot of people ain't bringing that up, that he's going to get those first team reps during practices, which is absolutely massive versus other NFL teams. All right. So that's a huge deal to me. And I feel like that's going to help him develop even more. You know, Shane Steichen and many other people, your, your quarterback analysis guys, even myself, said. He needs experience. He needs reps. Well, this is how you get him those reps. Name him now. Smart as heck. Now he's going to get it, you know, versus a really good Philly team defense next week against guys that are just outstanding defensive line. Make easily the best defensive line overall in the NFL when they go up against Philly. And look, I get Last year, this is supposed to be a preview versus the Bears and Colts. So, last year, the Chicago Bears defensive line was 
horrendous. Six and a half sacks. Total. Not for a player. Total. The Colts had four players that had six and a half or more sacks last year. The Bears, that was their total on the defensive line. What? Now, they did bring in ex-Colt, Yannick Ngakwe. So he'll be playing against the Colts. That'll be a nice little look for pass rush situations, right? For Anthony Richardson and a lot of these guys. Most of the defensive or offensive line and and tight ends, they they understand Yannick a little bit. They'll be able to play against him, kind of know, you know, what to expect from him. But Anthony Richardson doesn't. Anthony Richardson has no idea. Okay. Um now that being said. I need to know, is this Bears defensive line better than what they were last year? Because the Bears had eight sacks against the Tennessee Titans last week during a preseason game versus Malik Willis and, you know, Will Levis. Eight. Holy crap. Anthony Richardson wasn't sacked once the entire game. Came close on an RPO. Which at that point, eh, he shook it off. You know, did the whole dead leg thing and shook off the 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 blitzer, which was an absolute beautiful move, by the way, by Anthony Richardson. So the big question is, what's more real, the offensive, the starting offensive line for the Colts, which looked really good against Buffalo's D line, or is it Chicago's defense? That looked really good against the Tennessee Titans offensive line. That was ranked dead last last year, by the way, in pass pro. And really, you haven't seen much from them this year, obviously, as well. So um, that's the big question. You know, so we're going to be able to get to see that. And another thing that I want to bring up is there is familiarity. As I, as, I, as I spoke about earlier, right? We all know that Matt Eberflus is the head coach, right? He brought some of the coaching staff uh, with him from the Indianapolis Colts to the Chicago Bears, right? So there's there's some familiar names. You want to hear some other familiar names? How about wide receiver Darius Fountain? Yes, he plays for the Bears. Bet you didn't know that. Maybe you did. I don't know. How about Philip Walker, right? He's with the Bears now, backing up Justin Fields. That's a that's an interesting thing we'll be able to get a good look at as well because I'm really excited. I thought PJ was PJ and Justin are very similar in their style of play, right? Kind of that that really good athletic strong-arm quarterback. The defense Obviously, with the Indianapolis Colts, they're used to Anthony Richardson, who can run the football. They've been practicing against him all training camp. Same with the Bears. I mean, the Bears have been practicing against Justin Fields for a while now. So they're going to understand how to uh, play against a guy who can move and extend plays on a consistent basis. So this could be something uh, of a learning curve for the offense, for the Indianapolis Colts. This is great. This is great that they're doing the team thing, that that they're practicing against each other. 
kind of familiarity between both on, on, on what you're looking at. Gus Bradley, Matt Eberflus, very similar defensive schemes. Not exact, but incredibly similar. So the only difference is the personnel is very different. Very, very, very different, right? Defensively, offensively, very different personnel. So I'm hoping um, when we come up to this game, leading into the game, Obviously, I want to see Anthony Richardson get as many reps as absolute possible against the Bears. Not just with the ones, okay? This is a situation where I feel like if the Bears defensive line is still, you know, what we saw last year where they only got six and a half sacks for the season, right? Go ahead and let him run with the twos as well. Now, if by some miracle, that eight sacks versus Tennessee was a real thing, I'd still keep him in, you know, even with the backup offensive line. But here's the deal. The backup offensive line will only be short two different people, Ryan Kelly and Quentin Nelson, because all the other guys on there need the reps as well. Ryman needs the reps, right? Will Fries, you keep him in there because he needs the reps. Our rookie right tackle, right, who has been out there for Braden Smith, he needs the reps. So really with the twos, you're only switching out two guys on the offensive line. And then the tight ends, good Lord, Richardson, in my opinion, is going to need as many snaps with all those guys because of how many we got and how good they are. He's going to need that situational football. So, and then occasionally, when you when you don't have a Ryan Kelly and Quentin Nelson in there, occasionally you might have a little bit of pressure up the gut. It's fine. It's a situation where Anthony Richardson can then use his ability to extend a play, get out of trouble, maybe run with the football, maybe just extend it so he could throw the ball downfield, something of that nature. That is something that I feel like that's not going to hurt Anthony Richardson. He's a starting quarterback. He is a quarterback, period, all right, that has made it to the professional level. So, and he's got his poise. He's got his confidence. He's had it all training camp. Getting a little bit of pressure in his face early on right now, it's not even early on. It's the second preseason game. So getting a little bit of pressure on him is actually would be good for him. Now, if it's like against the Patriots, right, where you're just getting hammered over and over and over and over the way C.J. Stroud was, that's not a good thing. But if you're in there for a little while, you know, and you get a little pressure here and there, that's a learning experience. That's experience that you get from playing in those certain situations. He needs that. He needs to be able to play through those kind of situations with a calm head and not do stupid, boneheaded mistakes when he's under pressure. And the only way to do that is to play it. So let him do it. Let him have up to a half, 
of playtime in this game against the Bears. I think that'd be absolutely fan-freaking-tastic, okay? Moving on from that, I need more. I need to see more. I think that um, I understand that a lot of a lot of people know that head coaches are not, are going to play a lot of vanilla, right? You're not going to have a lot of offensive or defensive play calls that are all technique oriented drives to you know uh, take advantage of a team's weakness. It's more mono and mono calls, you know, where your run blocking is man to man, right? Rather than zone. Uh, your your defense is just four-man rush right in front of you, not a lot of twists, delays, stunts, things of that nature, it, or, or, or even hiding your defense. You're just man to man. Let's see what these guys can do. Still run a few RPOs with Anthony Richardson. Not a bunch. You don't want to put too much on tape. And you don't want exotic RPOs. You're just simple RPO of hand the football off or pull and then look. You know, that situation. Just your, your traditional ones. Nothing exotic. That way he can get a little bit in there. Because you don't want to put too much on tape, obviously, for, say, the Jacksonville Jaguars week one. But you want something. And I expect a little something there. Because he, he went through one whole quarter against Buffalo and survived it. Had a lot of promising looks. Now you extend that against the Bears. Now you give him a little bit different looks. Give him a little more extension. And try to get him to grow as a guy, as a quarterback, as a leader on the field. Now, the Bears, I've talked about this earlier. They have, you know, a pretty decent uh, set of situations. They got Jalen Johnson and Eddie Jackson. Um, and then, of course, uh, they they drafted uh, Tyreek Stevenson, right, cornerback in the second round. They got a lot of second rounders back there in the secondary, a lot of second rounders. So that'll be interesting to see how that cornerback group matches up against our receivers and tight ends, right? Is Kylan Granson going to continue to show out? You know, Alec Pierce, dude, can you hold on to a football that hits you dead in the hands? Because you didn't twice last week. You got to hold on to it. You're doing it in practice. That's got to carry over to game day, guy. All right, so let's get that going. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., he he did what he did, obviously, and did well. So that's good news. But I, I just, I feel like the Colts offense overall will do well. And Anthony Richardson needs, needs this time especially against the bears where it'll they probably have the weakest defense that they're going to find in preseason right the colts and anthony richardson this will be the the weakest defense that they'll face all preseason all three games use this opportunity to have him play as much as possible now defensively 
defensively, the Indianapolis Colts are going to have to face guys like Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, right? Cole Komet, DJ Moore. Those are the re- those are the receivers and tight ends that the Colts defense is going to have to go up against. And guys like Darius Rush and Juju and Flowers and all them, they're going to have to continue to get better. So they need as many snaps as possible. Because they're all inexperienced. That whole cornerback group is so inexperienced. I thought they, they performed pretty good against Buffalo. But I got a feeling Justin Fields is going to play in this game. And if he does, they need to be out there. Not only because, you know, to get the reps versus that, but to be able to to cover a guy, because there's going to be a lot of man-on-man, man-to-man coverage. Gus Bradley already said so. You know, he wants to see these guys one-on-one versus something. But Justin Fields is a guy who's going to scramble, who's going to run the football. But so is Philip Walker, the second-year quarter, or not the second-year quarter. He's been out for like five, six years now. Obviously, we all all know about Philip Walker as an ex-Indianapolis Colts uh, backup quarterback. But both these guys can move. So they got to be able to cover the receivers Plus, with the added pressure of keeping their eye blinking back towards the quarterback in case he takes off with the football. Because Justin Fields against an inexperienced secondary should have 300 yards rushing if he played the entire game. You know? So we got to be able to give these guys this learning experience. This is a perfect situation for them to learn. In preseason, absolutely. Okay, Jalen Jones, another guy, right? Baker Jr., another guy. We so used, we do have a guy coming back who's been back this week, right? Julian Blackman, finally back. Probably won't play a whole lot of snaps against the Bears, but It'll be nice to have him back along with Shaquille Leonard getting even more snaps on the first team defense. So this is a very, very important thing. I got an ugly feeling, well, not maybe ugly, but you're going to see Speed and or Leonard do a lot of quarterback spying, all right, while they're on the field. Because Speed's got some movement. He's got some quickness to him, as we all know. And obviously, Shaquille Leonard. Shaq is still looking for that first impact in the game time. He's still looking for that first contact for tackling. He needs to get that out of his way so he can put it behind him and move on. So he can be like, bam, okay, so this ain't so bad. Let's get up, shake it off, move on, and now I can play at full speed. So let's get that out of the way. Put him on a quarterback spy so that Winfield or Walker takes off. He could be the first guy there to hit him and get that impact out of the way so that he could, like I said, Matt Gay, my guy, don't miss. Don't miss. You're the highest paid kicker in the NFL. Highest paid kicker in the NFL. And you missed a field goal that was shorter than an extra freaking point. 
Let's not miss. Okay. Show me, show Colts Nation that you were worth every dime. I get you didn't miss a damn thing the entirety of the 2022 NFL season. And I can't expect perfection out of the entire year. But I don't I didn't want to see you miss the very first day on a tenth of the of the of the year in preseason. I want to see you bounce back from that and look really good. Okay. I, I understand you you did uh get a field goal after that. It wasn't down the pipe, though. You know, it was still off to the side. You know, could have very easily shanked that as, or hooked that as well. Let's get that going, man. Let's get that going. I'm really excited about this game, guys. Um, let me know what you think. There's a lot more I could be talking about with this game against the Bears uh, and the Indianapolis Colts this Saturday, but I really believe that this is a situation where you just, there's a lot of people that need a lot of snaps and some people that just need to get the hit out of the way, like Blackman and like, like Leonard. All right. Um, obviously we need a running back to step up as well, right? We need one of our running backs to, I mean, with the injury situation that we have with Moss and then obviously, uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor, we need somebody to step up and show. Now, Deion Jackson, he had like six and a half carries or six and a half yards per carry last week. Continue that, Dion. Let me know that we can lean on you if we need to, you know, when the season starts. So that's something else that I want to see. I think that's going to do it for this episode. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please smash that like button or hit subscribe and tag that notification bell so that you are notified next time we go live or upload a video. And if you're listening to this on a audio podcast, uh, hit the like, share it, uh, let people know about this, um, wherever you're listening to it. If you're listening and listening to do this on iTunes, man, do me a solid. All right. And leave a review because that is huge for us. And until next time, as usual, I'm Lawrence Owen. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 